I say that because he is Bigfoot. by We Talk Games. You heard it in the theme song. Now you can hear it on your ears. I am one of your hosts, Wiggly. I am on the Skype pipe with Kyle Von Kubik. Hello. Hi. I am on the Skype pipe with Neko Boon, Chris. Yo. I am on the Skype pipe with Keith, the Robo Dukes. Ahoy. And he's also known as Terminator X. (laughs) What's your handle? Oh, Robo Duke. Yeah. And Nico Bun's handle is strict machine sometimes and kyle's handle is we talk games <laughs> yes at we talk games on twitter and my handle and- is at bionic wiggly don fennin in the booth his handle is the real kim kardashian <laughs> don fennin how you feeling Pepper. sounds good yeah <laughs> Have another cigarette, Don. every week. Yeah. <laughs> it's really disturbing it's listening to the death pangs of Don Fenton each week. I think he sounds the same. Got some T3 in there. I tried to make an Afghan out of it, but I almost died from this tar. That cloth comes from Israel. Just want to let you know that. Hey, today, we, we what we do on this program, if you didn't know, mm-hmm. it's called Arcade Weekly. So what we do is we review one arcade game a week. Why, right. you say? I don't know. <laughs> Because we love arcade games and we love talking about them. And it's a subject that will never end. Never. They're not even making them anymore, but there's still a cabillion out there. The four of us will be long dead and we'll only have like an eighth of uh, the library of arcade games. Done. You, Maybe you are not lucky. kidding. So we will never run out of good or bad arcade games. That's right. We don't even have to get out of the 70s. It's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You know what that means, right? No. We're not allowed to die. That's true. <laughs> well, I'm Bionic Wiggly. Keith is Robo Duke, so oh, yeah. we're pretty much covered. You guys got to get some robot names going on. I'm a strict machine, exactly. Oh, yeah, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> See, that's my problem. It's probably like one of these Green Day songs or something. No, it's a gold like. frap song. Yeah, it's a gold frap song. Gold frap, okay. Or if it's a music video, Gold Fap, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that anything yeah. like Fudinari? No, of... stop. Let's okay. not bring that up. Today's show is brought to you by a tomato. Yeah. Because and mixed today... feelings about it. A viscous tomato. 1999 by Visco Corporation. This came out for the Neo Geo only in Japan. And the name of the game is Captain Kondi. <laughs> At least that's what I heard from the introduction. Or you might call it Tomade. Or mm-hmm. Tamaday, or Kandi! Captain <laughs> <laughs> And I love that Captain Tamaday, that the T is smiling. Mm-hmm. The T is very happy with himself. <laughs> I have a lot of recollection of this game. I'll get into it after you guys talk about it. No, you know what? I'm going to get into it now. Uh, do we have a lot of making mechanics for this? It's a fucking shooter. 
Right. I mean, pop and twin B. Exactly. Yeah, it reminds me of twin B. That's it. Because you use your hands. Yeah. And a lot of fisting talk on last week's clue. Right. Because you can shoot your hands off, which is wonderful. The surprising thing about this is that you, the more you play it, you realize that you don't always have to just be a tomato. And uh, Keith, I hope you have the whole story of this tomato. Because the whole story of the tomato? Yeah, this has some real content as to why you're a flying tomato and like I that. Think, I, I mean, know science is involved. Yeah, I know it's like he fell in a vat of science and became a super <sighs> tomato. I mean, that not that it? Oh my is there god! More, is there more than this? Than I, I really expected you to have the entire dialogue of what's going on here. I think I know what it is. Whoa! Professor goes, "Oh oh!" <laughs> and then the guy goes, "Captain Comedy." <laughs> That's the story. So there's a tomato, tomato plant that this professor is growing. Professor uh-huh. has this jar of green bubbly stuff. Isn't always green things that people fall into get superpowers yeah the tomato is quite ripe and falls off the vine and it falls right into this vat of uh, this green stuff and then he becomes a super tomato and he gets a stress mark on his head because he's very excited about it. that's what that is stress mark um, hashtag yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's the, like thing. yeah stress mark I don't know yeah, what the he, fuck he's so stressed about. Fucking uh, tomato. Would you be if you were just trying to be a tomato and get yeah. eaten, and now all of a sudden you have consciousness? Uh, with and, great and power and- comes great responsibility. <laughs> no, yeah. man, I'd like be happy. I wouldn't be a baby about it. <laughs> Listen, no one chose. Yeah, man up, tomato. <laughs> no one chose to be here. We didn't tell our parents, "Hey, get together, fuck," so I could come out your vagina. <laughs> yeah, we're here and make the best of it. Try to, but I mean, this tomato also doesn't just have to be a tomato. No, and that's what's the really neat thing about it, and I, I really want to get into that. And the more that you play it, the more that you find out, wow, this is a lot deeper than I thought it would be. It's still not <laughs> easy. No. But let me tell you. It's too difficult for how cutesy and nice it looks. Mm, mm. You expect a sort of fun romp, and then it's shmup hell or uh, bullet hell. That's there you go. It's not even bullet hell. It's too many things. Yeah, too yeah. much shit on the screen. It's, it's <laughs> shit. It's not bullets. It's yeah. things. It's all the enemies. It's the robotic vegetables and the tiny Godzillas. Oh my the- god, there's so much to talk about of the creativity that went into this title. Can I just say real quick while we're on the subject of you can. too much stuff on the screen? It is a vertical shooter on a horizontal screen. Because it's Neo Geo. So all of your ghost pilot and other types of vertical scrolling shooters are going to be on the horizontal. And they opted to have big sprites for both you and your enemies, which takes up a ton of real estate on the screen, which Mm. makes it very difficult to move around, especially when the enemies start to shoot things at you. (laughs) You Definitely. We'll have tons of stuff to talk about. Let me tell you a little bit about when this came out, because I'm old and I remember when this came out. Number one, this was like the Sengaku of Neo Geo games. It was only released in Japan, and as Sengaku was, Sengaku, though, was a very, very rare title, and Sengaku went up in price to like $600 in no time. Most Neo Geo games, when you wanted to bring them to your home Neo Geo system, were 200 bucks. That was that was the mean. This game was six. It would go up to a grand for Sengaku because wow. it was so rare, but it wasn't necessarily that great. The interesting thing about Sengaku was, of course, two-player if you're doing a side-scrolling beat-em-up. By the way, Holiday Haymakers right around the corner. Just around the bend. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, next and next week, week our uh, Thanksgiving special. Very good. Insert turkey noises. gobble de gobble You do it because you do it quite well. <laughs> you must have hunted turkeys. 
No, I fucked the turkey, actually. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. But alone. I knew I recognized that noise. Alone in my room with the lights off, missionary well, style, because I'm not into that kinky shit. Ran through a sheet, a hole in the sheet, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep it kosher. <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time in Florida where the cops saw this guy walking down the middle of the street with his pants down, and he was fucking a chicken? <laughs> That's that it. Is? That's it. Well, what more do you need? Guy fucking a chicken. <laughs> Guy fucking he, he, a chicken walking down the street. <laughs> he could have at least helped the chicken cross the road. Why did the chicken go across the road? Because he was stuck to the guy's dick. <laughs> <laughs> and the cops were chasing him. <laughs> Skunk ape. What I want to tell you about this is this was a game that was highly coveted. People would talk about, oh my god, you're a tomato, and you're it's a shooter, and you fly around. Your your name is Captain. You sound Captain. like Brian. Oh, I do? Sorry. <laughs> it's techno, but it's electronic dance music, and you're you're not really a tomato. You're a you're cherry tomato, but then you You don't actually... know if it's a fruit or a vegetable. You don't know. <laughs> it's a fruit. <laughs> but then you could become a bread tomato. No, I don't, know all my, I don't know all my... Yeah. So that was the big thing about it. I never imported it. People that own Neo Geos here talked about it. They talked about it a lot, as much as Sengaku. Well, uh, you know what? Judging by the screenshots, I thought I was going to really dig this game. Mm. Well, I, I did. did. I did not. I really dug it. But I could see why back in the day, people would look at it and be like, oh, yeah, it's crazy. You know, because it's got that parodious vibe about it, too, or it's goofiness on the screen. And that was the hotness back then as well. Hmm. But um, the screenshots definitely would lead most people to believe that this is a exciting, fun, different, weird shooter. I'm interested in hearing what you don't think is interesting and diverse and creative about this. But, I don't hate it. We'll get into it as we discuss right. the game. Definitely tons of twin B in here because you actually yes. knock powers out of uh, your enemies and they go floating up and you could punch them by accident. But let's talk about the unique mechanic of this. You have a left and right hand. Right. You fire them independently and you get some of that uh, Konami track and field sort yes. of feel going on. But you can also just pound on one of your hands, shoot, say, your left hand, and your right arm will power up to the point of it will become a... Oh, that was supposed to be my clue. <laughs> to Till it becomes a, like one of these one-ton circus strongman gimmicks. Or they'd use this a lot in Japanese anime and, and manga where you drop a one-ton weight on somebody. Yeah. So one-ton Looney weight... Tunes. Sure. Tom and Jerry, you right. saw this. So a one-ton giant wake could go flying up the screen at your enemies as well. It's got the one T on it. And Indeed. Like, this means one ton. I know this because this is ingrained in our DNA. This is our birthright as humanity. It is. We went off on a tangent on the fucking weight. Doesn't his fist, is is it only the weight? Or isn't it like if you po uh, power it up partially, does it turn into anything else? I, I never noticed because I always powered it up all the way. I believe it's just a, yeah, I think it's just a power wave, like a bolt of lightning. You shoot it further as well. Yeah, the more you power up, the further the shot goes because the hands are kind of like, even though there's no arms, they spring back towards you. And when you're just doing left, right, left, right, left, right, the distance of which you shoot is much shorter than if you charge up that hand and fire it. And each interval size increase goes a little bit further than the previous one. Yeah, you're sort of like Rayman looking. Your gloves are just floating in the air, but you know that they're attached to you. Yeah, because so anytime <clears throat> you see him drawn, he does have his little green arms attached to his hands. But right once on. he's flying, arms are off. 
they're ready to shoot like Transor Z. Yeah, or uh, Plock. Or Plock. When his fist is all powered up, he says, the one-two. Like, give it the old one-two. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting as well. That shit got old real quick playing this well, game. Well, <laughs> not for me. See, not for really? me. Yeah, okay. man. I really, really like this game. The only thing, am I the only one that wished that this game was only one level long? Well, uh, so that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> oh, my God. I played this with a second player. Um, oh, nice. Ryan was over. We decided we, we'd play this game together. And the. Oh, your uh, brother. Yeah, my brother. I thought you meant and, the other Ryan. No, not Brian. 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 Not, okay. Not Brian. Okay. We're talking about Ryan. Mm hmm. So he was over, we're playing the game together, and we got real frustrated real quick because the only distinction between one player and two player is a pink bow on top of player two. But there's still a fucking tomato, and there's just hands flying up and down all over the screen. And which hands are which? And again, because there's not a lot of room on the screen Mm -hmm. because of the size of your sprites, we were constantly like overlaying one another am i dead am i hit i can't tell there's too much shit on the screen so maybe that detracted from my experience a little bit playing it with a second player but it shouldn't if anything it should be more fun definitely and we really dug the first two levels but i got burnt out real quick and spoiler alert there's only four levels in this game well that makes sense because you think you fight the boss like nine times on the first level (laughs) Yeah, there's just so many bosses and they're very difficult to defeat to their final stage. You have to charge your hand. If you're just using the regular shot, it takes forever. You have to use that charge shot to defeat those bosses. And even then, yes, they take way too long. And for me, I didn't find the bosses all that interesting. Most of the time, they just look like Mm. sentient food processors. I thought the little baddies were more interesting than the bosses. Well, first, let's talk about the mechanic that you mentioned, two players on screen, and and I'll let the other fellows talk as well. (laughs) The invaders to uh, the Kyle and Wiggly show. (laughs) I can't imagine having two players with this because this has a lot of Galaga in it as well. You'll have swarming patterns, and what's best to defeat the swarming patterns that come on like a Galaga or a Galaxian is to use both hands in uh, tandem. Bup, 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 as the lines come down, maybe you want to charge one to, to take out a full line of, of enemies. Also, like in Galaga, you can capture a power-up that looks like two spinning tiny tomatoes, and when you get that power-up, you actually become two floating Captain Gundy! <laughs> and each one of those two tomatoes flying next to each other or the c button can finally come into play where you can change your formation of your two characters if you have both tomatoes going on you have four fists flying around so could you could you imagine four fists in a two-player game you have eight fists flying around that would be insane. There's also other power-ups. There's little pills that you could take. Some make your character smaller. Some make them larger. Some turn you into a fire-breathing lizard. I thought uh, it was his tongue. Long a, tongue. A flame-tongue like lizard. Yeah, which I thought I missed something. He, yeah, is it a tongue, guy, or is there a second button I missed with flame? No, I think it's a fire tongue. That's what okay. I call it. So fire it tongue. is a tongue. It goes out, and he's one of my favorite people to be until you become the carrot. When you are the carrot, you have four little carrots that fly out from your body. It's sort of like a spread shot. I was never a carrot. It's me neither. It's very difficult to be all these different characters. 
you have to not get killed, and then you can become these different iterations. When you get hit once, sometimes you'll become a baby, <laughs> and a baby shoots out one little baby bubble, I guess. And well, very- a bunch of different things. It's like a random <sighs> sprite each time that. The baby oh right, yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Bottles and. Yeah, that was so interesting. It is when you hammered on it a lot, it would do that. Uh, if you yeah. didn't, it would just be like this single spit thing. I can see why I didn't get me. I didn't get the carrot because not getting hit is very hard in this game. It is well, that and the power ups, much like Konami's bells. If you shoot them or if you hit them with your fist, you bounce them away from you. And as yeah. far as I know, you don't know what the pill does until you eat it. My favorite was what I'm gonna call the boomerang banana throwing monkey. What flies? <laughs> That's a good analysis of it. That's them. a thing you can be? Yeah. See, that's what I mean. He throws out like a shit ton of bananas that keep boomeranging around. It was I think I got to go back and play this as a single player. Because I think that having two people on the screen, we were just bouncing the shit away from us constantly. Let me tell you, it's going to be incredibly difficult still. There's no way to make oh. this game easier. But yeah. the amount of things that you could turn into, also when you're that baby and you get a different power-up, I became... Captain Condi with angel wings. Oh. Did make me faster. I don't really know what that did, but... It seems, yeah, seems kind of like he's already flying. He's what do you need the wings for? <laughs> I don't know, of, but... Of the power-ups you've described so far, I think that's the one I got. The angel wings? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what it does either, but right. I got it. Here's the really cool part of it. When you do become the double tomato you can actually pick up power-ups with each one of those tomatoes that are next to each other so you could be the you could be the fire tongue lizard and the captain comedy that's when you use the c button you could either go in a line or next to each other or change places and let me tell you completely missed that mechanic but let me me too i did not realize you could change formation doesn't matter one lick because <laughs> you are still too big and when shit gets crazy and goes sideways it's all Yeah, over. that's my biggest critique of the game. It's just super cheap. It is. So much so when you get to the fourth level, it's just giving you prizes. The bonus. Like, it, it, it felt like a bonus stage, yeah. And I was just like, okay, is this a bonus stage? Nope, it's the end. <laughs> it's like that was fucking stupid. What? There's a yeah, stage after that. Yeah, but that's ha- it was like the first half of the fourth stage was collecting those prizes, and the second yeah. half was that last boss. Yeah, the, but the, that's, the no U-turn. It, it was basically saying, like, if you've gotten this far, we've taken about $100 from you. <laughs> so here's some stupid gems and shit, idiot. <laughs> it's true. That's why I guess it was good for your home system. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I thought this had a tie-in to some product, but I, I haven't done any research on any games for the past long time because I haven't been on the fucking show. If anyone did any research, I thought this had a tie-in with an actual Captain Comedy! Like uh, he was a cartoon or he was a mascot for tomato soup or, you know, It looks like it could have been. I mean... I was trying to glean some kind of story off this game, Mm -hmm. and it seems like it might be, you know, he's a regular vegetable, fruit, whatever, and most of the enemies are robot vegetables, especially the bosses with, like, the different layers you break off on them as they go along. Yeah. usually start off as, like, a giant-looking robot fruit or vegetable, so... Real veggies versus robo-veggies is the story here, and they were going to have different regular veggies and babies and monkeys versus robot vegetable figures. I don't know. The enemies start out as babies and then transform into robots as well and i love when they hit you with one of their most powerful weapons the giant blue hearts 
Yes. <laughs> like, am I supposed little... to collect these hearts? No, I'm or getting killed. How about the stars that look like the same stars in Super Mario Brothers? It's, it's crazy. The little Godzillas, they are the cutest. They are adorable. Yeah, the look so cute. Completely fight, like fossil background. I love that. My favorite movie, I like the uh, freaking crab bat robot boss. That was my favorite boss. That was the best boss, I think. Absolutely. I like the little rockets with forks when you're in space. Yes. That's- yeah, that was another thing to to battle silverware that are rockets. Uh, there was a fork and a spoon. Yeah. I think the other reason I thought of the whole real veggies versus fake veggies is there are parts in certain levels where like there's little green pepper guys in the background mm-hmm. like, go, go, like kind of cheering you on. Yeah. I guess those are the people you're trying to save. Yeah. Like, what are I the guess two... Something going on here, but I'm not entirely sure what. Because you'd think the science guy would be bad, but he's not. Maybe he's the one bringing the veggies to life to fight the robot veggies, and there's some I, Dr. I, Wiley. I don't yeah, know. I- think there's like a alien presence trying to invade this world and they're sending down robotic versions of whatever isn't so there's like a robotic evil eggplant and there's a robotic radish or whatever and robotic jack-o'-lanterns because at the very end you fight that little dude in the ufo yeah which i thought that was probably the most creative thing about this game especially playing as two players can i talk about the final boss or you want to wait definitely no no talk about everything because it's this open arena you're inside the UFO, I imagine. And then there are four buttons that are different colors. And he has a shield in front of him that will change with those colors that correspond to the buttons. So when it's pink, you have to shoot the pink button to lower the shield mm-hmm. and then shoot the baddie. And the baddie's real small in comparison to, like, the big bosses. He's about the same size as your regular baddies. With two players, that was cool because I focused on hitting the corresponding button and then Ryan would run up and then start just punching him in the face. <laughs> and then he got trapped behind the shield uh-huh. and we won because the shield went up, but he was still there not taking damage because I don't think the main boss behind that shield can hurt you. So he was just in there just beating him and we beat the game but i thought that mechanic of hit the buttons to lower the shield with the corresponding colors was a cool mechanic i would have liked to see more of that Mm. with some of the boss battles Mm. instead of like i said like a food processor just flying around (laughs) and punching it another making mechanic for the final boss yar's revenge yes (laughs) oh by the way chris so there's two different names for the vegetable anime that i enjoy i know one is called witch somebody poopy poops where the potato peels himself and sacrifices himself and jumps into the uh, boiling pot of soup oh wait that does sound familiar i can't place it i know there's two different versions of it one is named cutie witch nico button there's magical witch punie chan that that is one of them i don't know what the other one is yeah it doesn't really matter but yeah i'm sure you could youtube suicidal potato (laughs) <laughs> but it's one of the most dramatic and tear-jerking anime moments, I think. Uh, a masterpiece right up there with My Neighbor Totoro. That's and, pretty amazing. And now, now yeah, I know exactly what video you're talking about. Yeah. I've also uh, seen it listed as Potato Dono. But. Okay. My favorite is the little Japanese potato dog. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog Tato. Dog Tato, yeah. Look up Dog Tato. Cutest. <laughs> the Potato Dog. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> dog Tato. I didn't remember his name. I was like sitting here racking my brain looking up Potato Dog, and there's a picture of him, but it doesn't say Dog Tato. Thanks, Internet. Well, okay. That's why I'm here. I don't have too much dumb shit. Did you ever see Fish and Chips? I made that up. 
So, any other interesting things about this game? Chris, you haven't really chimed in too much. I mean, besides the difficulty, I really like this game. There's hardly any parallax because there's just too many enemies on screen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I didn't mind. Like, well, I minded the difficulty, but it's pound a bunch of credits in there. The button thing that uh, Kyle was talking about. I didn't even notice that. I just went up to him and just punched him in the face a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I kept dying <laughs> continuously because I was on top of the shield. and not in it, but it worked eventually. I really think it's satisfying to have those two fists going in a, a left-right pattern. especially oh, absolutely. Under, absolutely. I, there's just something about continuing to waylay on the enemies, even though it's very ineffective, especially against the bosses, as you mentioned. But the first level, the first level goes on for 100 years. And especially when you get to the bosses, the bosses take far too many hits to destroy. They're silly. A few interesting play mechanics, which you only find out by mistake, is that some of the projectiles that the bosses will shoot at you actually can pass through you on the way down, but then they will fly back up, and that's when you will get hit by them. They're sort of like um, jumping ball grenades. What are? They, what, do you know what I'm talking about? I think they're supposed to be like on a different plane, like beneath you. Or, right. And then it's like, oh, no, no it's up your butt now. <laughs> but I'm talking about the horrible things that actual soldiers would have their dicks blown off with. Oh, uh, bouncing Bettys? That's it. I think that's, that's it. it. And that's uh, it's so horrible for me to think about that. But, uh, you know, I got to take a crap. So that's what happens <laughs> when it pushes on different parts of my body. That happens. Bouncing Bettys happen. Fortunately, there's a shitload of slowdown when too many enemies get on screen. Yeah. That's a godsend. But the problem is, is that whenever that happened, I tended to be caught up in the upper left corner when all the slowdown was happening. It was very hard to thread the needle to get back down underneath the bosses. Creatively speaking, for the Neo Geo, I don't know if anything throws this much variety Even though we've explained almost everything you could be, there might even be other shit that you can be. I don't think it ruins anything because you probably forgot half the stuff we mentioned. So I think it's definitely worth a play. And it's worth trying to get good at, I think. It's going to be hard to get past the first level. We have a new part of the program that we just started last week called One Slug. How far can you get on one slug? If anyone got to level two on one slug... You're lying. It's, yeah, you're lying. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, well, we could say half a level or a quarter of a level if, if you don't complete a level. This game's very hard to talk about. The furthest I got, and this one I did try to do well at, as I mentioned last week, it's not about trying to show off and see how Billy Mitchell you could be. You could be just casually doing it, or you could actually be trying to master it a little bit. For the amount of time I had to play this game, and here's the part that's the kicker about this. I mentioned how rare this was, how much people coveted getting this game, wanting to get this game from Japan in America here, wanting to get Sengaku. My buddy did get Sengaku, and I got to play it. The interesting thing is it had like multi-jointed horses. You would fight half of it in heaven and half of it on Earth. It was a side-scrolling haymaker. Captain Tomaday, for this program, that was the first time I played it. Oh, wow. I've had it for all these years on my MAME. I have, yeah. I've had it for all these years on my portable Neo Geo players, all these different things. I've never played it until just for this program. 
So I was able to get past the wrecked choo-choo train. The whole first level is like this cemetery. Weird. Why are you here? I have no idea. But you're in like this neat cemetery, and then there's a broken choo-choo trains, and nothing moves in the background except little guys cheering for you. So I got past that. I would say maybe the third mini boss. I got farther than I thought I could, and that's when I started to see the carrots and the winged tomato and being able to survive as a baby and a lot of the other odd characters you could be. That's the first time I saw the the tongued lizard. Right. And that's also when I got to be the tomato and the lizard or the tiny tomato and the big tomato or the tiny tomato and the uh, and the lizard and things like that. I wanted to really try to make it through the entire first level or at least to the final boss in the first level, but I just couldn't. Um, I didn't need to feed it. Any ideas how far you guys got in this? I imagine I probably got up to the first mid-level boss on the first credit, and that's where I had to put more in. I think that's like the graveyard, I would say. Yeah, I, I, that sounds about right. If, I, if I'm remembering correctly, when I had to put my you know next credit in, mm-hmm. it was there. Once you started, you kind of hit a wall when you got up to those bosses yeah. because they just took forever. I really didn't think I was going to make it past where you get like three babies that turn into robots and they have extra people helping out. It's right after the tombstones, but you see like this broken down gate with uh, you know points on it, etc. I really thought I wasn't going to be able to make it through there, and then I did, and then I was able to get to the next boss, and then I croaked. I want to say I made it to that mini boss as well, but yeah, I probably lasted two minutes tops probably less than a minute on my tries i'm sure i was not it was very much just like keep punching yeah oh, dad put another one in <laughs> keep punching yeah oh wait i'm dead keep going it can come down to that if you don't really try and you have you know a whole roll of quarters in your pocket it so. was hard to not want to go past the one slug i think because of how difficult and frustrating it is yeah. I, I had a hard time just stopping at my one slug to document where i was i was like yeah. I don't want it to count down to zero. I want to continue because I know I could do this game. Yeah, I think you'd want to keep going because you want to see what else is in this game. What else? Crazy backgrounds, uh, little cutscenes you're going to get to see as he bashes an octopus on the head. Oh, that is in the intro if you let it play through. First, an octopus is chasing you. I can't remember what he's doing, but for a cartoony octopus, a stereotypical Japanese octopus, with the, they always have something on their head. Do they always have worry marks? Think Usually. Yeah. It's, it's pretty frequent. They seem yeah. annoyed by everything. Yeah. And then he comes back, he's all tied in knots. So the tomato really got the best of him. Yeah, he's yeah. coming down. He's got the little bandage on his head and the tomato's like <laughs> on right. his head, like, bah, like banging on his head. It's awesome. Chris, any idea your slug? Uh, I know exactly where my first slug ended. Okay. It was right at the uh, the Tomaday train, right after the first line of pumpkins, I believe. And I was punching birds. And you go over the houses, and then you clear the trees, and then there's pumpkins, and then there's a bunch of bats, and they ruin me. Uh, Yeah. There's the robots spitting turnips at you, and Mm -hmm. then there's uh, the baby shows up or something. Okay. But I kept going. Yeah, it doesn't matter. This is just to give people an idea where you're in store for. If you go to play this in the arcade, like Kyle said, you do need a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But look, if you're into like the game screenshots thematically, but you want something a little slower paced, check out Princess Tomato in the Salad Kingdom. <laughs> or in the Salad Kingdom. You haven't brought that up for a while. I haven't, but it hit that note for me just thematically because yeah, I was the, reminded of it too. The vegetables with faces and 
their little world. I thought it was really cute that I guess the robot vegetables were collectively referred to as NASU. And uh, yes. Nasu in Japanese is vegetable. That means that's the Japanese word for vegetable. Ah, that's interesting. Cute little nod there. Fun facts. Now you know a word in Japanese. <laughs> but that can make me think about the whole like what is ever our obsession with putting personalities into our food especially tomatoes attack of the killer tomatoes princess tomato guilt this well as everybody knows because i mentioned it a lot and dedicate a lot of my instagram and uh facebook posts and whatnot really getting into the female k-pop girl groups and it seems like there's three topics that are very important to learn about your k-pop girl group stats One is how tall they are. The second is how much they weigh. And the third is what they like to eat a lot. (laughs) No blood type? No blood type on this one. Every K-pop girl, if you uh, watch, most of them have their own television series that is supposed to be like a, not live action, but reality programs. Ah, yes. And I truly believe that these are the most reality of reality programs because it does show their record companies exploiting them. So that's why I really believe that these (laughs) these are (laughs) very real. And telling them, my favorite is Cram Pop and Aline. Her favorite thing to do is try to sneak snacks, (laughs) which the snack is bread. Okay, and her manager will yell at her when he catches her eating a tiny little ball of a piece of bread oh my God. and give her shit about that. Is that what you want to do? Is that what you want to do? Eat bread. <laughs> That's wrong. You know, it's oh, wrong for you to eat bread. my soul. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's her favorite snack, bread. <laughs> Jeez, at least, oh, wow. Oh. That poor girl. She's, it is so sad. And you sad. spent your American dollars to support this. <laughs> I did. Shameful. Yeah, yeah. And they are so overworked. And then there's this whole metric as to how good a girl group is. And it's, uh, you know, how many, how, how little bread they how eat. How little bread they eat. Um, <laughs> or isn't it usually just how many of them are in the group? Like, no. The, the, the more whole, you have, the better. No, the whole the whole thing is, you know, based around standard things that you would you would uh, think of, of a band. But one of the things is fan service. Ah. So you will see Crayon Pop has huge fan service because during a song, during one of their very complex choreographies, they will... Individual people will wave at people in the audience. So they'll be in the middle of these really, like I said, complex things, and they'll give a little heart symbol to somebody, or they'll wave at somebody in the audience waving at them. And uh, that's considered fan service. I was thinking of a different kind of fan service. No. no. Furunari? That that is it. (laughs) That does not necessarily have to happen. (laughs) <laughs> Nor does a butt dance group constitute fan service. Fan they service really is took just that being... boy band model and made it as soul crushing as possible. <laughs> That's true, but the yeah. boy bands uh, are, are treated just as poorly because their dances are like things that will break your legs because their dances are so intense. And as a matter of fact, there was one a performer who passed out twice on stage and was forced to do the next show. 
And when he was in hospital, the guy went and got him and like put him on his back and drug him out to the stage to perform. So I don't really get into the boy bands, although there's really no difference. They look the same as the girl bands. I don't sometimes they think, oh, that, that chick's really hot. No, that's a boy band. OK, it's not as good as in the Philippines. Let's set that straight. <laughs> it's all the eyeshadow. I hear Chris's shudder. Every time I mention the Philippines and, and sexy what? girls. I don't know. I There's plenty of times when we mentioned about drag queens or sexy women, and I mentioned they could also be Philippine boys. It's because some of the most beautiful women in the Philippines are men, tucking. I don't know why that is, but they really go the extra mile to be some of the most beautiful women in the Philippines. So that's why I do bring that up. Captain Toma Day. Captain Cody! Thanks for listening to our K-pop special. Sometimes he wears a bow. <laughs> yeah. So that does fit in. Although I still wouldn't want to do him. Be better if it was a green tomato. Would have looked a lot better on maybe, maybe if it was a cantaloupe that was put in the microwave for a minute or two. Oh, I don't know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Vegetables I'd love to fuck. They're New part of the show. So it would Pounds be a fruit. And produce with Wiggly. I guess it would be a fruit if you have sex with. I mean, have sex with. Now's a part of the show where we do. What if Captain Comedy was a movie? What would its byline be? I got one. Okay. Most live their life as food. One will live his life as a hero. <laughs> That's real. That was that was real. That's real, man. That's drama. It's playing for the truth, not for the guffaw, my friends. I got one. Okay, got let's one. hit it. This is good. You guys are going to love it. Okay. You guys are going to love it. Captain Tomaday, see if you can catch up. <laughs> oh, Mine was going to be about catch up. Although I can't remember any of them because I got that poop pressing on my fucking spinal column. <laughs> you better go next, Chris, because I can't think of one. I'm having trouble, too. Okay, here we go. Um, Captain Tomaday. <laughs> I'd rather fuck the warm-up cantaloupe. <laughs> there you go. That's all I got. That wasn't my original idea. God. Man, November buffer has been a lot of fun this month. <laughs> Damn it, that could be a creative blog. I'm too busy thinking about that that sweet, sweet cantaloupe. <laughs> Draw a couple eyes on there, maybe some titties. <laughs> you got this, Chris. Sauce, crushed tomatoes, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. tomato-based oh, products. Babies, carrots, yeah. tonguing a lizard. <laughs> oh, God. And don't forget about our fisting, probably the most important part. I already blew my fisting load. <laughs> <laughs> no one remembers. Fisted way too many things. Oh, Let's see your movie trailer. <laughs> my movie subtitle is Captain Tobaday. Enter the fist again and again and again. That's uh, great. The man with the iron fist means fist of the dirt star. Speaking of robot fists, and now here's TT Schmootkins with next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly Arcade Game Audio Clue. We shall see. Hello. I am Titty Scrootkins. Here is next week's We Talk Games, Video Power Magazine, Arcade Weekly, Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, dudes. Now 
we give our clues for next week's show, which no one cares about except me. I know. uh, There's too much going on on that screen to not talk about this game. Yeah. I'm going to go first because mine will probably be the, the dumbest. I actually had some really good ones. But like I said, I got this poop pressing on my spinal column. Uh, I might be crippled. I'm not sure. (laughs) Here's my clue. (laughs) Fuck. I can't even remember how I phrased it. One of my favorite pastimes is going to the nacho store. (laughs) That's it. My clue is, so does Jean own Jean who owns Jean? Or does she have jeans? I'm so confused. (laughs) It is possessive. Yes. My clue for next week is, like JLo said, it's turkey time. Gobble, gobble. Very Genie fans here? No. Oh, fuck you guys. You mean Genie from the block? Yeah, that Mm. one. Jersey girl? Yeah, that one too. Fly girl? In Uh, living color fly girl or Janet Jackson fly girl? A living color. Okay, she danced for Janet. Who remembers House of Buggin'? What? Do you remember that? (laughs) Was that a spinoff of it? I think that lasted like three episodes. Okay. It was right after In Living Color. (laughs) They tried to uh, do it again, and it didn't happen. How about U-Turn, huh? Uh. I liked Roundhouse. I liked Roundhouse. Thank you. Okay. Good stuff. My clue for next week is this Thanksgiving, take a bite out of crime. Hey, how about that? I like it. Yeah. John Leguizamos was the star (laughs) of House of Buggin' in 1995. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Shit. And the first episode aired January 8th, and the last one aired the 29th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that? Three episodes. Uh. Is that better or worse than that fish cop show? It existed. How about Extreme Dinosaurs? That went a full season. That went 24, 32 episodes, something like that. I no one remembers that. Yeah, that was, you know, around the time when you had Shark. Oh, Street Sharks. Uh, street Sharks yeah. and, you know, Biker everything. Biker Mice from Mars. Biker Mice from Mars, all those type of things. There was extreme dinosaurs. I don't remember <laughs> they that. They all had, like, guns uh, and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Laser eye, you know. Brought to you by Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, wow, that actually happened. Dinosaur- I remember the Triceratops for some reason. <laughs> because everyone knows dinosaurs really need to have fucking guns and shit to be dangerous. <laughs> Okay. Hey, everybody. Hope that you liked our program. Don't be a jerk all the time, especially when you're fucking a cantaloupe. Um, And we hope you like us. Bye-bye. Cucumbers hide in a leafy camouflage, popping out when you least expect, like flashers in the park. (laughs) The truth is, they all have an anal fixation. Watch it when you bend to pick them. Carrots are fucking the earth. A permanent erection, they push deeper into the damp and dark. All summer long, they try so hard to please. 
Was it good for you? Was it good? Perhaps because the Earth won't answer, they keep on trying. While you stroll through the garden thinking, carrot cake, carrots and onions in beef stew, carrot pudding with caramel sauce, they are fucking their brains out. In the hottest part of the afternoon. Vice!